Corey, what would you do if you found an alligator in our storage shed? Why do we have a storage shed? Hey, happy birthday, I guess. All right. And then I'd be like, <laughs> what's going on with this gator? Well, that is exactly what happened to one person, and we'll find out how they reacted. Okay. Well, one woman finds a crazy way to test the store policy. Try it before you buy it. Oh, interesting. Ah. All right. Well, we're also going to find out what happens when potty training goes wrong in Florida. When potty training goes wrong. All that and more coming up on this week's episode of the Florida Freak Show. Hurry, hurry, hurry. Ladies and gents, boys and girls. Step right up for the Florida Freak Show. Welcome back to the Florida Freak Show. I'm Corey O'Donnell. And I'm Kirsten O'Donnell. And if you've ever read a Florida news story online or seen a Sunshine State newscast, you know that Florida's greatest export are weird stories about the people who live and play here. And we have a few of those, don't we, Kirsten? We do indeed. Yeah, what a surprise. As I know. always, ripped from the headlines. Ripped from the headlines. And this one comes to us from the New York Post. Oh, so potty training can be a challenge for any parent, Yeah. Uh, but as you've probably realized by now here in Florida, we like taking things to the next level, right? Always. Two-year-old Reuben Paul was at home with his mom, Abby, last week. She said she turned her back on the toilet training toddler for just a few seconds. Mm-hmm. When she turned back around, she discovered that Reuben's potty seat was stuck around his neck like a collar. Oh, jeez. So like any good Florida parent, she took a video and posted it to TikTok. Yeah. Oh, and she also called Ruben's father, Jake, oh. to help with the troubling toilet seat. Good idea. So first they tried uh, oiling it up to see if they could <laughs> slip it off of Ruben's head. Oh, man, head, it's really on there. But that did not work. So then Jake brought out the hacksaw. Just like every good dad. Right? Go to the tools. Yep. It took a few minutes and a little bit of elbow grease, but Jake finally managed to saw through the seat without incident, oh. much to little Reuben's relief. Oh, that's good. And I, I think we'll all be relieved to know that the toilet seat was at least clean well, when that, this happened. That is good. It is amazing how fast, how he got stuck, hit the seat stuck on his head so fast. Like she, I mean, I'm, I'll take her out of her words. She just turned around for two seconds and that seat was on there so fast and stuck. It's crazy. Oh, stuck. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know if you actually watched the video, uh-huh. but I mean, it's it's a potty seat. It, it would be like if you had a full-size toilet seat stuck around your neck. <laughs> How is that possible? It looks almost like a... Um, one of those collars that they put on you, yeah. you know, when you when you break your neck, yeah, I or, know. or sprain your I neck. I know it's not; it's on there pretty tight, or, it's or hard like to get the cone off. of shame that yeah. the dog uh, gets when it yes. has a when it has a boo boo. That's that exactly it can't what I was thinking. It's much more like little that. Ruben's cone of shame. Oh boy! Well, so my mom bronzed my baby shoes. Uh, other people probably know, you know, what that's all about. Do you think Ruben's mom is going to bronze the toilet seat? I don't see why not. And, and if so, where do you display such a hor- historic piece? Oh, gosh. You know, you could almost use it as like a, a, a charger underneath your Thanksgiving centerpiece. Oh. Underneath your horno plenty. <laughs> that's a great idea. I think the whole family would really love to see something <laughs> like that. You know, I feel bad for kids these days because, oh boy. you know, when we were kids back in the Stone Ages. That's right. Um, you know, your parents have a, a good supply of embarrassing yeah. stories oh. of, of things that you did as a child. 
that they think are absolutely adorable yeah. or maybe just love to humiliate you with. I don't yeah. know. But but we have at least the ability to say to our parents, that never happened. You're making that up. Right. I don't remember that. Yeah. There's no video evidence that they're carrying around in their pockets yeah. of the shameful things that happened to us as children. Yeah. I always wish, there's a part of me that always wishes that we could have had videos and and stuff like that when we were growing up. And then I think of all the crazy stuff that I've done or just embarrassing moments. And I'm like, thank God we didn't have that stuff. And you have, your dad took some home movies oh, when yeah. you were a kid. And, yeah. and there's some pretty entertaining videos in there. If, oh, if nothing right. else, the fashion being worn by the men in your family is, mm-hmm. is entertaining enough. Yeah, you can really uh, you can really just see through the years the evolution of man <laughs> and the de-evolution of man in, in the, uh, the fashion choices. No, but he did. He took a lot of videos when we were growing up. And I always think... Yeah, it'd be really great to have those, uh, but they're all on VHS tapes. They're hard to like transfer over, and that's the part of me that's like, man, I wish I still had those, but at the same time, I will gladly give that up to not have everything documented in my life. <laughs> Absolutely. So we have a lot of friends and acquaintances who have little kids mm-hmm. like two three four years yeah, old right right in old Ruben's age range and and I do not know how I would respond in this type of situation oh me I don't either I think I think honestly I, I see stories like this and I go oh thank god we didn't have children yeah uh it, yeah I because I I would be I would be trying to think of a way that I could break it but I, just the idea of sawing with this well and and, and you know they're me so close I mean anything that i can use the dremel on oh. i want to use the dremel on you'd be, so, you'd be getting them stuck in that toilet seat immediately just so they could dremel it off i mean <laughs> I, I i don't know I, yeah. i've never been a power tool kind of person but yeah. the dremel is like the perfect power tool. i know when i brought that dremel home i had no idea the effect it would have on you it actually makes me want to do stuff around the house i know so Speaking of power tools, yeah. our next story comes to us from tcpalm.com. Oh, all right. A woman from Port Salerno got in some hot water when things got hot at an adult toy store in Fort Pierce. Woo. Police were called into the store because of a disturbance. That disturbance was a woman in a purple shirt and by the way, nothing else, who was in the store. All right. Employees said that she had been fully nude when she removed a, we'll say power tool, adult toy from the shelf, (laughs) took it out of the packaging, and went into the store's stock room to give it a whirl. Why not? Police went into the stock room where they found the woman sitting in an office chair (laughs) doing her thing with the toy, which she dropped once police appeared. Okay. Police learned that she also tried to steal an article of clothing from the store. The value of the two items was just under $50. The woman chose (laughs) not to speak with police investigators. She was jailed on larceny and indecent exposure, which are both misdemeanors. (laughs) Well, try before you buy isn't going to work in the produce department (laughs) or the sex toy department. That's for sure. Yeah, it's one thing to pop a couple of grapes in the produce department. It is a completely different thing to do what this woman did. Yeah, we're in the middle of COVID. We don't need, like, it's hard enough to, like, you know, touch things that other people have touched. Who wants to deal with this? Yeah, yeah. And by the way, does not say she was wearing a mask. 
Just a purple shirt, no pants. <laughs> yeah, she really was nude all the way. Yeah, there's an unwritten rule about all of this, people. And in this case, satisfaction isn't always guaranteed. <laughs> well, especially if the police are busting in before you get your... She can't get no satisfaction. That's right. It's I, hard. I love the fact that she drops the toy when the police come barging in. <laughs> Did they yell, put your weapon down? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Any any sort of weapon you've got in your hand, you've got to get rid of it immediately. Absolutely. <laughs> now, now, go I, ahead. I was going to say, couldn't she have still worn some shorts into the store? Like, the fact that she's going in sans pants at all, then takes off the shirt to do some browsing, apparently. And and I'm not sure exactly. Yeah, there's a lot of there's details. A lot, yeah, there's a that lot are that we don't understand. We here. don't know it's, if she arrived pantless. And yeah. and you know, I would think probably not because it's a good half hour from Port Salerno to Fort Pierce over on the other side of the state. Right. You know, I I I don't think she arrived pantless, but at the same time, who knows? Yes. Yeah. I'm just saying that if you're wearing shorts, you're a lot less conspicuous than if you, you know, decide to just walk in without them. Now, the other thing we don't know is the purple shirt, the article of clothing that she attempted to steal, uh-huh. or did she come with the purple shirt? Like, did she come kind of in a Winnie the Pooh outfit with the shirt, no pants? Yeah. Or, you know, did, I, I don't know. There's Who so knows? many unknowns. Yeah. There, there's so many things you could just put into this story if you wished, or just leave it out. So here's a question. Mm. So put on your attorney hat for a moment. Got it on. Larceny is basically theft, right? Right. Is this really larceny? She never left the store. She never left the store with the items. So is it larceny? Yeah, I always wonder about this sort of thing because you see like security sometimes in a store and you've sometimes i've seen them oh like detaining a person under yeah, suspicion but it's almost like they're waiting for them to walk out of the store so that they have them on a stealing charge because while they're in the store they could always say well i had intent to buy it i don't know i i have no idea and that must be one expensive uh sex toy also to to reach larceny status or no does it not take no that much? it doesn't take that much the, okay. the two items total were under 50 bucks oh wow Mis- this is misdemeanor larceny this oh, isn't misdemeanor felony lar- okay. larceny okay now now that makes a lot more sense okay so so back to her outfit for a moment yeah. because we do love our naked florida people mm. And we do love our pantless Florida people on this podcast. That's what makes it so much fun. We love it when they Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. Or Donald Duck. Donald Duckin. Duckin. Yep. Or, you know, insert insert cartoon character without pants right. here. Right. It's a time-honored tradition. It really is. Do you remember, God, it was a couple of years now, and I, it kind of went viral, the I was today years old when I realized Winnie the Pooh was a girl? No. You don't re- you don't remember this? No, I don't remember it. So it was it was a a thing. I it was no trending. Idea. I know. It's... Well, here's the thing: Winnie the Pooh is not a girl, right? Winnie the Pooh is a boy. Okay. Winnie the Pooh is referred to by male pronouns. Okay, in Good. the books, yeah. But Winnie the Pooh was named after a female bear oh okay named winnipeg oh right yeah. a little canadian bear named winnipeg yeah. that was a girl gotcha but winnie the pooh not a girl okay and here's my question why is it acceptable for male cartoon characters to walk around pantless mm. 
but female cartoon characters are almost always fully clothed. I just think it's, you know, sort of an old world style. It's, it's a like, double standard. It, it really is. It is the man putting us down. Yeah. Yeah, it's like it's like the the male cartoon character can just leave it out to air dry and show it <laughs> off to everybody and just, you know, free and easy, right? And then all the female cartoon characters got to cover it all up. It's it's a double standard. It's a modesty thing probably. And I and I won't have it. No. I'm glad that we've come a long way. If I ever become an characters. animator. Yeah. Everybody's pantless. I love it. I like that. I like that idea. <laughs> All right. So moving on. Yep. Uh, our next story comes to us from Local10.com. Ah. A Papa John's delivery driver dropping off a pizza in Miami-Dade County last weekend uh, went to deliver their pizza. And uh-huh. then when they got back to their car, the vehicle was gone. Just gone. Just gone. Wow. Boosted by a pair of auto thieves. That was fast. It had been swiped. So two suspects hopped in the car in the Liberty City area and took off. Officers actually spotted the car fairly quickly and a short chase ensued. Uh The car thieves ditched the delivery vehicle and ran and cops then set up a perimeter to try and catch them. Okay. Here's where things get a little more complicated. You see, the car thieves abandoned the car on some railroad tracks. Of course they did. And while officers were setting up the perimeter, a train came through and hit the stolen vehicle. Oh, man. Fortunately, nobody was hurt in the incident, but the suspects are still at large, and it is probably a little harder to get a pizza delivered in Liberty City now. Tell me about it. Man, I feel for pizza delivery drivers. They really got it tough. They do. I mean, do do people still time the delivery driver? Oh, I don't to know if you still pizza? have the thirty minute or less guarantee from anyone. But I always felt like that was just such a crock to do that. I mean, especially if he's like thirty one minutes late, thirty one minutes to get your delivery. I mean, it's bad enough that the drivers have to deal with all of that, and then they can't even leave their car for two minutes without it getting stolen. What's up with that? Right, and this person probably didn't even get a tip. You know, that's the worst part. They probably didn't even (laughs) get a tip. That that is the most unjust part of the whole thing. You know that he's like, man, my car is gone and I didn't even get a tip out of it. So how how did the police, you know, come around and, and talk to the delivery driver? Is it like, so... I've got good news and I've got bad news. Uh, We found your car. Yeah, that's the good news. And we'll just leave it there. Yeah. (laughs) And what is it about about people that steal cars? I feel like I always hear about them stalling or doing whatever. They just abandon it when they get to railroad tracks. Are railroad tracks like some sort of like roadblock that I'm not aware of? (laughs) It's like, let's just leave it here. Leave it on the railroad tracks. I think it's it's more of a a movie trope than anything else. I don't don't know if it actually happens in real life. Yeah, I don't even know what train tracks are. I just drove over it and then just stopped right here. So, uh, you know, I I appreciate the fact that the police, you know, didn't want to move the vehicle, probably because they're afraid that they would destroy the evidence Sure, if they did so. But I feel like, you know, one cop... It's a recipe for disaster. One cop rolling a car off of railroad tracks is probably going to destroy a lot less evidence than, say, I don't know, a freight train. Yeah. I I feel like a lot more evidence got destroyed. Yeah, it's going to take a while to, you know, to, to... case the like scene and make sure that you've 
gotten all the prints and everything you need. It's like, you don't think a train's just going to come rolling through? It's going to happen. Well, yeah, especially in the slapstick comedy that is Florida, <laughs> right. right? Yeah. So Liberty City. Yeah. A very uh, a very well-known area of, of Miami for a specific reason. Well, for a few specific reasons. Yeah. First of all, the movie Moonlight. Moonlight. Which Great is movie. Fantastic movie. Yeah. Best picture winner. Best picture winner. Not tough, La La Land. Tough noogies La La Land. Yeah. You stunk. Um, no, <laughs> Moonlight was fantastic, and I did love it. Yeah. Um, but, but I think what you were alluding to right. is... Most NFL players per capita have been born in Liberty City. Or are from Liberty or, or City. Or from Played Liberty Pop City. Warner yeah. or whatever yeah. in yeah, Liberty City. Yeah, they grew City. up there. Grew up in Liberty City. Yeah. yeah. An amazing it's list of... It's a hotbed of, of uh, NFL talent. Absolutely. A hotbed of NFL talent. Um, Devonta Freeman. Yep. Teddy Bridgewater. Right. Chad Ocho Cinco Johnson. We all know him. Uh, Antonio Brown. Yep. Fire up chips. Fire up chips. Yep. Central Michigan represent. Yep. Um, yeah, an amazing number of NFL players have come out of Liberty City. Something else. Um, Liberty City also was the home in the southern U.S. Hmm. of the first housing project. Huh. I wasn't aware of that. Yeah. And uh, it, it, in a lot of ways, a very sad history because it really sure. led to much more segregation yeah. in the Miami area. Right. But who's getting the last laugh here? Because listen to this. Oh, okay. I mean, we all know Miami's sinking, right? Right. I mean, you take a trip to Miami on any rainy yeah. day. It's soon to be a modern-day Atlantis. It it will be. Yeah. It'll be lovely. Yeah. <laughs> Just bring your scuba tank. Yeah. Um. So South Beach, its elevation is like four feet. Right. Like it's gonna be it underwater won't be long. Yeah. next week, maybe. Right. I don't know. Possibly. By the end of hurricane season, we'll all of South Beach could months. be underwater. Right. Liberty City. It's at like 10 feet above sea level, which hey. doesn't sound like much to people in other parts in of the country. In Florida, that's a big deal. In coastal Florida, yeah. Our place yeah. is only at like eight feet above sea you level. You might as well have built on a hill at that point. You have. Yeah. If you're at 10 feet, you have built on a hill. Yeah. So while South Beach is underwater, Liberty City is going to be high and dry. It will remain. It, it will, will endure. That's right. So yeah. who's getting the last laugh now? Liberty City. Liberty City. That's who. Yep. Much love to you. <laughs> All right. Our very last story comes to us from ClickOrlando.com. Oh, ClickOrlando.com. Polk County 911 got an alarming call late this August from a woman whose husband spotted a giant gator in their storage shed. Wow. The man was getting some boxes from the shed near the pool outside their Winter Haven apartment when he discovered a very large gator that was locked inside. Whoa. So deputies showed up on the scene and to everyone's relief, the gator turned out to be a very large, (laughs) somewhat realistic looking alligator shaped Pool floaty. <laughs> oh. Deputies quickly conquered the beast and then had some fun with it on Twitter, posting a photo of Master Deputy Mark Trexler posing with the predator, saying he knocked the wind out of it, quite literally. They yep. added, tune in next time when Master Deputy Trexler wrestles a pool noodle. <laughs> well, I think the craziest thing about this story, when you look at the picture, it just, all you see is the alligator by itself. And believe me, 
I am going to get freaked out if I think I see an alligator, even if it turns out to be a pull floaty. But it doesn't look like there's anything else in there. Who it's like has spotless. an empty storage shed? I know. It looks spotless in there. For those of you who don't live in Florida. Yeah. We don't have basements no. here. We yeah. have no place to put our crap. No. Nope. We can put our crap in our garage, but yeah. then we have no place to put our cars. That's why I was excited at the beginning of the episode when you told me about a storage shed. I was like, wow, we can use one. <laughs> Absolutely. And and that's the thing. Nobody has any place to put their crap. Yeah. So if you look in anybody's garage in Florida, mm-hmm. anybody's storage unit or storage shed, it is packed to the rafters. Yeah. Not this one, man. We no. saw the picture. Spotless. Spotless. And the guy went in there to get pool stuff and he's like, did you not realize that you had an inflatable alligator in there? Maybe that's the problem too. But again, I know exactly where he's coming from. I'm freaking out when I see a gator. I would freak out if I saw a gator right now. I was going to say, if you were to open that door and you saw what appeared to be like a 10-foot gator yeah, in probably a dark shed, yeah. are you sticking around to find out no, if it's real no, or no, not? No, 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 no. I'm right are there Are you going on this. to find a big pointy stick to poke it? Nope. I'm right there on this. <laughs> Gators are no bueno in my book. They move fast. Their jaws are terrifying. I thought I had a healthy fear of snakes. Gators are much worse. They're much higher on my fear list. The only difference is, like, when I see a snake, I always jump. Yeah. Because a snake will sneak up on you. Yeah. Not intentionally. Yep. But it'll sneak up on you. It's like, oh, that's an interesting looking stick. <laughs> Holy crap, it's moving. Oh, that my God. Moving. It's like, ah! yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, it's... A gator, you see the gator. No, I The gator does not sneak up on you. Right. You don't go, huh, that's an interesting looking blown out tire in the middle of this golf fairway. I wonder how that got there. You go, oh, look, a gator. And that's the difference to me. Like, I have a healthy respect for an alligator and I'm not going anywhere near it if I don't have to. (laughs) But they don't scare me the way that like a snake scares yeah. me right yeah snakes snakes are can definitely sneak up on you they're slithery and they and even though they're probably always usually more scared of you than they than you are of them it's really really scary to see them because they just move so fast and they're and there's a slithery ugh. Forget it. I have like. I think it's the I no legs like thing. One. Yeah, it probably. I is. think it's the no legs thing. Yeah. I think we just get weirded out by yep. it. I do appreciate the fact that it was a pool floaty, and I don't know whose alligator pool floaty it was. It is pretty realistic yeah, looking. Yeah, it is. <laughs> you know, I'm not freaking out if I see, I don't know, a flamingo pool floaty no. or a unicorn, unicorn. pool floaty. Yep. I'm not calling 911 no. because there's a unicorn in my storage shed. No, I'm excited. That's magical. Yes. Come on. But yeah, I, I would not be sticking around either to uh, find yeah. out if it's, if it's real or not. However... If you looked a little closer, I did see some duct tape on it. <laughs> oh, yeah. That should be a dead giveaway. But again, not looking that closely. Yeah. <laughs> I me. see Gator, I run. <laughs> me neither. I love the fact that the Polk County Sheriff's Office had a little fun with this on oh, on, yeah. uh, on Twitter. You can always count on them to have fun with whatever it is. I mean, Sheriff Grady Judd in and of himself is just a treasure. Yeah. A Florida treasure. A Florida treasure. It's good to see that it that it goes down down the ranks in the state of Florida. Agreed. So what did we learn this week, Corey? Well, I learned a great lesson from little Ruben. Sometimes you wear the toilet seat. Sometimes 
the seat wears you. Oh, so true. Well, I learned that you break it, you buy it is totally out of touch for 2020. Oh, yeah. The new trend is you try it, you buy it, (laughs) at least at an adult toy store. Yeah. I also learned that you keep your head on a swivel at all times, even when you're delivering pizzas. And especially. I, especially when you're delivering pizzas. Yeah. Absolutely. And I learned that some 911 calls are just full of hot air. Oh, you know it. Bazinga. Yep. Well, those were our freakiest Florida finds for the week. And as always, you can find plenty of other wacky news stories from across the Sunshine State on our Facebook and Twitter pages. That's right. Remember to follow us, like us, and share us. That's at FLA Freak Show. And if you see a Florida story we missed, feel free to share it with us. Also, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. Yep. Listen, we're on all of them. Yeah. We are not hard to find. Yep. So that also means we are not hard to share with a friend. They don't even have to be your friend. We don't care. Yeah, that's right. Until next week, I'm Corey O'Donnell. And I'm Kirsten O'Donnell. We will be back next week. And until then, let your Florida freak flag fly. Goodbye.